<laughs> Go ahead and do the intro. <laughs> We're Run. back. Yep. P.C. Army. You just made it sound weird. I know. I'm you just you always, always got to make shit weird. That's the best way to get people's attention. They're like, what the fuck? And then they listen in. That's fair. That's it's a new fair. strategy that I'm doing. So we, we were gone. No, nah, we got you guys like a theme song. <laughs> right? We, like we didn't think theme. of a theme song. <laughs> you know what? I met a kid that was working on my job for a little bit, and he wants to be a music producer. And I almost I almost was like, hey, man, you want to do a little side project? He's a barista that was there for a couple months, and he oh. wants to be a DJ. I also work with another kid who wants to be a DJ as well. And I thought about asking, like, hey, do you guys want to, like – throw out a couple tracks maybe like something that's like 30 seconds long for uh my and podcast just give us like an intro and outro music like an intro outro song yeah if you do that for me i won't yell at you when you mess up on tickets there you go we'll call ourselves make them do it for free <laughs> oh i'm gonna 100 percent make them do it for free because everyone below me at work are my bitches and i'm gonna make them do whatever i want them to do <laughs> Oh shit! I'm just kidding. Anyone from my work, I love you guys. You know I love you. He's lying. He's lying. He, he wants all of you to go walk in traffic. Yeah, I work with some graphic designers, and <laughs> you guys make us new logos. I also need some songs. I need this done now. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, what's up, Jimmy? What's new? What's new with you? Ah, shit, man, just coming out with a whole bunch of new products. Dude, updating I updating everything. I saw all the website. I'm loving all the new swag uh, that's coming out. What's all the new what? I love all the new swag that's coming out. Oh, all of it? Yeah, it's already out, man. <laughs> he every calls day, it swag. <laughs> swag, gear, merchandise, whatever, 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 you know. What do you like to say? What's, yeah, your, what's your go-to? I took it to a whole different level than I thought it was, though. Coming out with, like, you know, just like the silver jewelry with it and stuff like that. That I love. Yeah. I like the uh, I like the bracelets and everything, too. I think those are really cool, the dumbbell. Actually, did, did you see that? So Jess commented... And she was like, oh, these would look good on you because I wear these. And then Jimmy comments back saying, well, you got to lift like a man first before you can get oh! one of these. And I'm like, God dang it. I texted her. I was like, you set me up for failure on that one. That was, oh, oh. It was like an open shot. You know, you just got to. Oh, yeah. That was, I, I mean, I yeah. If, if, if it's public platform. If it's <laughs> an open shot, you got to take it. Oh yeah, I like, saw that. I'm like, I saw the, I saw her comment. I was like, oh yeah, that's a really good idea. And then all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> her Inc. replied. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> fuck. I'm, I'm like, all right, let's see what it is. And it's like, well, you gotta lift first. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> see me, oh, I, sure, I, I can, right. I can, I really can get all this stuff. One of you is swole. What's that? I said you can't be swole, mate. So if neither one of you is swole. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get there. Kind of. Kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> Gotta just squeeze the traps a little bit, and then just adjust the chest a little bit, and you're you're, you're looking hella swole. Dude, my traps are like on another level today. I, I looked in the mirror this morning. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, no, you're looking extra beefy this week. I feel extra beefy, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> like, literally. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm actually blinking on what we used to call you. Well, the first episode, uh, big and tasty, big and tasty. That's his, uh, that was his wrestling nickname. Jimmy in high school was big and tasty. No. Yeah. No, I, I can't No, It was wrestling and football. Yeah. He that, was, that's what they called me. Nick's Nick's name was the big and tasty. <laughs> He's his size. He's like, God damn it. 
what do you San Diego people do? Holy shit. Hey, no, no, no. Well, I, what, I'm from Arizona originally. Yeah, this is Arizona uh, talking, calling them the big and tasty. So, But we talked about that last time. We were talking about food last time, the places you should go and stuff. True. Big and tasty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's like, shit, well, I'm going to have to revoke the sponsorship now. <laughs> I know, right? Well, the big and tasty became the Hulk. There you go. When when Big and Tasty wasn't yeah. a uh, a little a little Hulk. Well, I'm happy you changed it. <laughs> I, you know what? I I think that's what I look forward to the most is when I like reveal something about us and then Jimmy's yeah, reaction. Just his reaction. It's always. Uh... <laughs> Actually, no, while while we're on the subject of of uh, roasting and all that, go ahead and get it out of your system about when I got my feet done, Jimmy. Oh yeah, I have to. Yeah, this is something I wanted to bring up to you too. <laughs> get it out of your system. The Hulk is getting a pedicure. The biggest man ever getting a fucking pedicure. <laughs> you goddamn right. I was telling when we saw that when we saw that. Hulk was the size of a lady's arm. I, yeah, no. <laughs> actually, no. It's funny that you said that because Saber was actually looking at my leg compared to her arms, and she. She just started laughing. Her arms. How do you compare your leg to her whole entire body? That's true. Dude, your calf was her torso. Yeah. It's like, she's like literally like, she's like, as she's cleaning your feet, she's probably thinking, oh, this is like what it's like when I cleaned, cleaned my infant child when I first had them. Your feet are so freaking big. I told him, I told him when I first saw that video, I'm thinking I like saw it and I see the reaction. And then immediately thought, I thought he was going to be rolling his eyes or being like, oh, I got to get a pedicure. And nope. he's smiling. He's giggling that he's getting his little toes done. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But I can't lie though. I've had I've gone a pedicure before. My mom's a man. Yeah, so have I. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I got Jamie's like, all right, well, we're all we're all we're all coming clean. I've got him done too. Yeah. Well, no. Anytime, um, like me and my friends usually go away and stuff like that for whenever it's like bachelor parties and stuff and. Right before the bachelor parties or even before the weddings. We just all go out and get it done. That must be a Jersey thing to go with your... I've never gone with my guy friends. I usually go with my girlfriends. <laughs> like, women? No, nah, there's like five of us that'll walk in. All, you know, a whole bunch of meatheads walk in. <laughs> oh, God. Little, uh, the, just the, just the reaction on their faces. Oh, man. Did I kill... So like, you... What the hell are you guys here for? Yeah. So you guys lost the bars down that way. It's like, nah, we're here to get our toes done. Well, that was just like um, uh, my one bodybuilder, the guy Zade. Mm-hmm. So I was helping him prep for his uh, his first competition. Now you see him; he's a pretty dark fella. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always you can always be darker. It turns <laughs> out. So we went through. I took him. He asked me. He's like, "Do you know any really, really good tanning spots?" So yeah, come on. So we walk in. I didn't have to go tanning that day. So we walk in, and the girl looks at me, looks at him, looks back at me. She goes, which bed do you want? I was like, no, it's not for me. It's for him. The look on her face, she couldn't understand it. (laughs) She thought we were playing a joke. Oh, shit. I was like, not to play the race card here, but. He's a little bit like, on the darker side. He probably doesn't really need a tan. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did, did you go to a... We so, had to explain to her that he does bodybuilding, you know. So, so you basically had to go through the whole spiel. Draw, mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps draw 
water out of your stomach, all bunch of nonsense. <laughs> and, and we had to explain it to her, and then she realized that we were dead serious. And yeah, what was it like? Actual? Uh, what was it like? Actual tanning beds, or was it a spray tan? Yeah. No tanning bed. Oh, okay. Because I have yeah, a couple. No, we were. Because uh, I have a couple of friends that we were, uh, that got into. Uh, um, bodybuilding and stuff like that out of high school a couple of, like really good athletes and a couple of uh, I actually have this one friend named Nick who was like the skinniest kid I've ever met he joined the military and so he started getting a little more meat on his bones like having to work and do all those heavy like stuff I don't know in the military and he uh, got really obsessed with it and he got really jacked and him and my buddy Cameron both the... what was that? What we call them marine juice oh yeah 100% and my buddy Cameron did it just naturally and stuff like that and uh that this the spray i've always wanted i've always wanted to know is that like a like standard like you have to get well i know you want to get i know why you want to get sprayed but is it like one color for the spray because i feel like everyone looks like a bronze trophy like when they do um, it and it freaks me out have, bronze trophy <laughs> no he's actually right though but um no there's there is there are different levels of, I guess you call it shades. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of the bodybuilders or whatever really do the spray spray tans. What they'll do is, that leading up to the competitions, they go tanning. Like I said, it also helps draw water out of your stomach. Um, and then, I mean, the kid. I mean, I guess it really depends on your complexion. Yeah, because I mean, all he- my athletes. I mean, other than, you know, Nick or Frank, they're on, you know, they're not white guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> what do you, it's like, a, a, so like, did you guys go dark with him when, when you went for the tanning salon? Like, how, how did that, how that all end up ending? Like, you guys got it all I, done? I mean, he, he'll just use, you know, just a re- regular basic bronzer and he jumps into the tanning bed. And then when it comes showtime, which I usually travel with him, and we came up with a concoction of <laughs> iodine and some other shit. <laughs> I love that. I love the recipe for this secret and, recipe. It's just iodine and just a bunch of other random shit. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know I gotta paint them. And it's wait 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 wait, wait, like wait, wait. You, wait you 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 have you have to paint them. Yeah, I do it. Yeah, that's the most bro thing I've heard. That's almost like the cool. Oh, the equivalent for like Nick and I is I slap the chalk on his back, but that's a little more manly. Uh, you know what? If I didn't know the kid for twenty years, I probably would tell him go fuck himself and go pay somebody. To do it. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> so that's different. I, you know what? You know what? If Nick for some reason had to get some spray tan paint on him and Saber couldn't be there, I. I mean, he puts a sock on. He's good to go. Oh. <laughs> and oh, I man. paint away on him. Oh shit. Nick, I think I just bought you like at least two more pedicures where you're roast free. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Because next time he's like, Man. that sounds about right. But that's actually, I mean, that's the that's like the cool, like that's like that's definitely like a bro thing to do. Like I would like Nick was like, hey man, this is really awkward, but I need you to lather me up and, and paint me with some iodine and shit. I'd be like, all right, dude, let's do it. I mean, well, I mean, I used to paint them also for Halloween every year because he always used to go as the Incredible Hulk. See, so I used to have to paint him green. That's what I was telling Nick to do this year for Halloween. He should go as uh, the Hulk, and then Saber goes as She-Hulk. But he's not ready to do it yet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You guys, see, told you, Nick. She went as uh, Rogue one year. 
Oh, like, like old school comic book Rogue. I saw uh, a couple girls this year at Comic Con dress up as Rogue, and it was. Oh yeah, I've seen your little geeky pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my whole costume. Next year, I'm doing Batman because everyone, no one knew who I was this year, so I decided I'm gonna do Batman next Fucking year. Fucking nerd. Yeah, man. I can definitely go into some nerdy things that I bought, but I'm not going to. <laughs> we, I think you got way too much nerd stuff last time. This time, I'm going to keep it very mild. Comic-Con was cool, and that's it. <laughs> uh, close it off. He's not, not letting me take any shots at you today. <laughs> uh, with, the con, with the con stuff, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play a little safe today. Oh, come on. No, it was cool. I, I, the, the coolest thing I got was I got a— oh, I uh, mean, I, I really don't need ammunition. <laughs> That's true. That Put is true. I'm like a soft teddy bear. You can just kind of jab at me a little bit. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no, I Comic Con. I got a. I got a really cool uh, Venom comic because I'm hoping the movie this year is gonna increase the value. And then I just got some other collectibles. And then I dressed in a full leather outfit with tactical pants. And that was the worst thing I've probably done. It was the hottest thing ever. So if you ever need to cut weight, man, I know the perfect way to cut weight. Just wear leather. And go to a dance club. The I'm not thing, wearing fucking leather. Well, the coolest thing that happened was, so my buddy was dressed as a Superman, and some guy came running up to us, hey, do you guys want a table and a bottle? And we're like, yeah, sure, to find out that he needed to bring people dressed up because it was Comic-Con at a bar downtown. It was American Junkie. And next thing I know, we're in, they kicked someone out of a table, and they put us in there, and they gave us a bottle, and they're like, cool, enjoy, and they left. And that was it, and we drank a <laughs> bottle of vodka, and that was pretty much my Comic-Con experience. Yeah. Hold on one second, guys. All for free, too. All for free? Well, while Jim is getting uh, back on the phone. Oh, right here? Yeah, we're That's still here. Oh. Yeah. Well, we'll take this moment uh, to let yep, you guys there know. There he is. Hold on. You can get everything at uh, uh, warfareinclothing.com uh, using code oh, shit, SUMMER to get 40% off. <laughs> Pepe, what are you doing, Pepe? <laughs> Uh, we're we're pushing more we're pushing more people to. Yep, uh, no, I think he's fucking with there, his dog. Oh. There's sort of heads up. Jesus Christ. What I say, never a dull moment. I literally, I posted it on the on the. Uh, I'm serious, like podcast I, page. We need to just like take a trip to Jersey. Love that, guys. We need to. Cause I, cause can you imagine if we're doing all of the shenanigans? Can you imagine if we go? I just, honestly, I just want to hit a Jersey club up with, oh god, with Jimmy and just see and just see the life. Get well, the I'm sorry, guys. I was I was just running from a skunk. Oh what? You're running from a skunk. <laughs> Yeah, that, oh, is that, that where you? Joke. Why you were saying what you doing, Pepe? <laughs> yeah. I have this pet skunk that comes into my backyard, but I take my landlord scared the shit out of him, <laughs> and uh, he came running at me with his tail up. Oh shit! Fucker. You guys have a lot of skunks. You guys have a lot of skunks out there. Skunks? Yeah. Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, city-wise, you really don't see them, but I have this one that comes back every summer. Like a returning vacationer. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's what, I mean, I got pictures, like, with them last summer, literally just hanging out a foot away from me. That's interesting. I, I never knew Jersey had a lot of skunks in the in the country. Oh, you want to me near every day. Um, yeah, no, just... I mean, there's tons. I mean, you smell them all the time on the highways and shit getting ran over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Dude, I smell them all the time when I'm driving home. I don't think it's a skunk. I think it's just you. 
you can fuck off. Because <laughs> I feel the same way. Like right now, I'm starting to sweat my balls off, and I'm like, yeah, it smells like a skunk in here right now. We're in my apartment, Jimmy, and my apartment's upstairs, and it is about 90-something degrees in San Diego and really humid. So we're getting a little toasty up here. You don't have an air conditioner? Yeah, it's actually 77. I, oh, it's 77, but no, I don't. I don't have an AC unit. There's not a lot of apartments in San Diego that have AC that's affordable for students. Because every time I try to look into it, it's like, oh, AC, all of a sudden it's 2,500. I'm well, like, fuck that. Why don't you get a window unit? I uh, I have like five fans going on, but uh, I have the fan turned off right now just because uh, I don't want it to mess up the audio. Like that, 97 degrees. Because here on Power Comedy, we like to deliver perfect quality content. Anyways. While dying. From heat stroke. Oh, yeah. We've done this. We, we I don't know. There's a good, like, three episodes where you might not hear us physically say it, but you can hear in our voice of us just, like, drenched in sweat. Like, there's definitely been episodes oh, yeah. where we sweated through a shirt because uh, I didn't have the fan on. Or, or, like, when we first started, when we had the one big microphone that we were sharing instead of the mics we have now. Uh, I definitely had to make sure there was no extra uh, noise because you Sound. would definitely hear yeah. it. Yeah. Hum- humble beginnings. Makes you feel humble again. <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy. So what's your, the, the... what's your bench up to yet? What's up? What's your bench up to? My, my bench is still teetering around 190. Uh, I haven't worked on it in about two weeks. I've been on uh, a little bit on vacation. I went to Vegas. From brother's wedding, and then immediately after that, I had Comic Con. So I feel like an actual bet needs to be set here right now. Okay, so yeah. Nick's Nick's obsessed with making me do stupid shit if I can't lift a certain amount of weight. But when I put yeah. it to him for a bet, because I can lift the weight. Well, well, we got well, we got to put a, well, we got to put a number for you. We got to take like my weight and then multiply it by like three. Well, he well. Me and Nick already have the one bet yeah. where I'm going to recoup all the money for his as long as he breaks yeah. his, the, the PR of what, Wait, 1600 I mean, Yeah, so, uh, 1600 and or over. Yeah, which you're getting up there. I saw you saw your last couple of videos. Yeah. Been able to do 390 for three on bench, which is the most I've been able to do for more than one rep. Mm-hmm. And then last night I pulled sumo off three inch blocks, uh, five eighty five. But my deadlift's sitting right around like six sixty, and then my squat is probably right up around five. So what does that mean something. for anyone who's listening? What does that mean off off three inch blocks? So pulling off. So instead of pulling off the floor, mm-hmm. the weight is elevated. Okay, so by, it's based, by three inches. Okay, so basically it's allowing that one section of motion. Well, because like on. a lot of people, they get stuck at that point. Right. So basically you're pulling from that sticking point mm-hmm. up. It's like when you're telling me to, to start with the weight down and pushing it up Yeah. with my lat. Okay, I got you now. I got yeah. you now. Well, we, well, you know what the one thing is? is when we train with Joel – or when I train with Joel on bench, uh, Jimmy, he taught me a lot of technique. Uh, but then when I did it with Nick – Did he laugh at you though? What? Did he laugh at you? Did he laugh? No, he was no. He Joel was a hundred percent serious. He was like really helping me, like uh, like get technique down because he was giving me pieces of advice that I, even I didn't even know or even thought about thinking about when I was benching. And then when I did it with Nick, Nick like saw these like little things that I didn't even notice I was doing before that now I'm like super like aware of. Like I would 
do this weird thing where I push the weight up before I go down. And like Nick noticed all these little things I, would, I was doing that I shouldn't be doing. And he also taught me how to really get my feet positioned perfectly to really keep my like hips tied tight to the uh, to the bench and everything like that. So, with both of them combined, I, I got a lot of really good techniques. We also figured out that I wasn't working my lats enough. That's why I was having a tough time. What? Working. I was. He, he has a week back. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought I was doing enough for it, and then to come to find out when I told Nick what I was doing, he goes, "Yeah, now you're you gotta do way more than that." So that's what I've been working on mostly is kind of just getting that area decent and then hopefully and hopefully i can get back up there or hopefully get over because i'm like right on the brim of it i just have to get all the other little components stronger then i can hopefully get to over 200 and where's saber at sabra she's at uh 120 bench and she just pulled. I thought her bench is at 135. No, 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 no. Her bench is at a 120. She went for 135, but she failed it. Uh. Uh, but her, um, her deadlift is at. It's a questionable, but she she did 345. Damn. It's it's okay. like on a deadlift. It's like a gym PR. Like obviously it wouldn't have count in a competition. Yeah. But. Just the fact that she got it up off the floor and actually got it up to her hips. Shit, I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, but she hasn't been able to squat. Oh, did I tell you about this? No. Okay. (laughs) I want to get both your guys' opinion on this. So, she went in. I was at work, and uh, it was the day that she got off a little bit earlier. So, she went to the gym. She did her squats and everything like that. And uh, I told her, okay, just work up to 200 for like one or two reps you know it's a weight that she's done multiple times but she did it with the uh the ssb bar so the handles are like right in front Mm -hmm. and she's used that bar before she knows how to work it and um the guy that was spotting her is part of the same you know lifting team that i'm a part of and uh so i was like all right that's like you trust him so i thought Uh uh-oh is that where this conversation is going yep Okay. So, I, I, you know, being part of the same team, I'm supposed to be able to trust him. With me, my fiance, anyone. Uh-huh. So, she, and if you saw the video, you'd want to kill him too. I still want to. He, I want him to take a very short, or very long walk off a short pier. Um, so, she goes down. He's, like, off staring in the distance, not watching her. Like, when you're fucking spotting, you need to be fucking Watching focused them. on whoever you're spotting. So, she yeah. she folds. She's, like, laying on her legs. Like, like her, her feet are touching her back. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. So, she got folded. Now, if you see a weight laying on someone's chest, what's the first thing you do? Lift it up. You grab the fucking weight. Lift no it. questions asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? This guy. Are you okay? What? Uh, are, are you Wait, all right? Can you ask your questions first while the weight's laying on top of it? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Wait, so, wait, 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 is he like a new guy at the gym? He's been part of, he's been part of the pack for months. What? Yeah. And so he it's just like, kind of like, you okay? You got it? Yeah, he just... What? Right there. And when I found that out, like, he he still hasn't apologized to her. 
he tried apologizing to me thinking that's going to be cool. I'm like, no, no, no. Right now, I want nothing more than to hit you upside the head with a 45-pound plate. So, and when, like, pretty much right after it happened, like, the next day that I went in there, he came up to you. I'm like, you need to go the fuck away from me because I will fucking wring your neck. Damn. So. Is he, okay, so is he, like, a smaller guy or is he about your size? Uh, Slightly smaller than me. Okay. Slightly. I wonder if I. But I'm I'm not naming names. Though. No. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. But um. But, uh, but I'll show you. Wow. That's. But yeah, he asked if she was okay before. Like, fuck your questions. Grab the fucking weight, and he made her pick help him pick the weight back up and put it on the bar. Wow. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, what the wait. heck? All right. Well, we know who's so, on the shit list or who's on the non-spotting list. That's two people already at your gym that I've heard stories about that's like Who's the other one? The one that like that uh you made a joke about when you were on the the stair stepper and Oh yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> So we got two so we got so we got two fuck that guys. So. But yeah, so it's just like she okay? Is she is she Her like, knee is a little messed up still. Did she, did is she that why put, I got the picture? Like she was using the uh wrist wrap, like holding her ankle up? Yeah. Yeah, I messed up her ankle too. Oh, so that was afterwards. Ah, oh, okay. Now yeah. this all makes sense because I saw that. Yeah, and I was you, like, you oh. saw the picture. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, they're using the wrist wrap for mm-hmm. for an ankle brace. Yeah, dude, I, uh, I'm surprised that you're able to keep your composure. I kind of have to because I like that gym. <laughs> yeah, you got to be professional, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then again, like what? I mean, like I don't know. Like what? Do you, uh, that's a whole. It comes down to the concept. Well, of, I don't know. I mean, dude. I, I mean, sometimes you just gotta take control, though. Well, and what I did uh, is I what I did is I actually I went to my coach. Oh, went to Gracie. Yeah, I went to her because you know it's it's her gym. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> filled her in on what was going down, and she was even like, "Yeah, he's you're not the first person to say that he's kind of a hazard." So, oh, so I don't know if something's being done, but yeah, needless to say, whenever he's in there. Honestly, I he he asked me for a spot one time. I'm like, no. No, actually, I would have done the same thing back to him. Yeah, no. I would have done too. If anything happened to Jess, I'd be like, nah, fuck you. No, get, get yeah, tr- me. trust me, I thought about it, but in the same token, I'm like, nah, because if if it's between me and like some smaller person in the gym, like if it's if the gym's relatively empty, mm-hmm. and I say no, he's fucked. So it's like, no. There's nobody to spot him. Yeah. So I'm like, if you die, you die. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do today? You gonna do PR? Or you gonna fucking die? <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, no. That's what the uh, the picture with the wrist strap and it, that was actually her idea. That was like not like, a bad idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, because like you hit like a like a like a line of professionalism where it's like if he apologizes to like. Like you, I mean, first of all, I should be apologizing to to Sabra. Sabra. Yeah. Like I think if I was in his shoes, I would immediately go to the girlfriend first because obviously you know the guy's gonna be pissed. Well, so, oh, yeah. and and get this, <coughs> apparently jokingly. Oh God, jokingly. He goes. He says to her, and says, "Oh, don't show him this video, otherwise he's gonna kill me." He's well, dude. He's genuinely dude, and, he's scared. Like, if that was me who fucked up, I'd be terrified. And I'd the be fact like, that he said that, I'm like, 
<laughs> you're just digging yourself a deeper grave. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah. I mean, you're going to get them at every gym. I mean, even the boxing gyms that uh, Warfare is now affiliated with. Yeah. That I've been training out of. So, this gym just opened up. A bunch of us went in there. We kind of took a big role in it. Me and a couple of my other friends or whatever. And this is the gym with the boxing ring, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. And uh, so, like, a lot of people, cause I mean, we don't just have normal coaches in there either. I mean, we took on, we brought a lot of guys in. We got some of the Olympic coaches uh, for the U.S. team. We got, well, kids that were going on, or guys that were going to compete in the 2020 Olympics. They changed their mind now, and they're going pro. Like, we got some monsters in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Monty Barrett, uh, who's a former world heavyweight champ. He fought Klitschko. He fought a lot of big names. He comes in there and does privates with uh, a lot of the kid, younger people and everybody that's preparing for a camp or something like that. And um, so a lot of people are starting to take notice to our gym. So now we got people and boxers traveling to uh, for sparring sessions. So it was like the first time a whole team came down from like upstate New York, and I wasn't even there. And they came down on a, like a Thursday night, and um, there was this one their heavyweight that's on his team was mad. They were getting they were packing up and getting ready to leave and he didn't get a chance to spar with anybody. At the time we didn't have any heavyweights in there for him to spar. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to put a two hundred and twenty pound guy in against, you know, a nineteen year old uh I don't know, hundred and forty pounder. No, oh, yeah, no way. So and this kid's like twenty one, he's two hundred and twenty pounds. And uh so our one coach was like, you know, if you want, go light, I feel bad. You know, I'll work with you. So the kid's like, okay. So as my coach goes to get in the ring, one of the other coaches, the Olympic coach, tells him, like, put your headgear on. He goes, nah, we're going light. Da, 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 da. He goes, put your fucking headgear on. He already knew in advance what this kid was going to try to do. The first shot, he cracks my coach. Now, my coach is retired from boxing for, like, 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Cracks him. Like, tries to take his head off. We got videos of it that we, we posted a bunch, but we didn't really post them all. It turned into an all-out brawl. I'll be, <laughs> what? Like, so wait, so he, so your coach told the kid, "Hey, like, I'll go with you, but we gotta go light." So they're probably like, "Go like, forty percent, fifty percent," and yeah, exactly. this kid just comes out with the hard right, just like cracks him in the head. Yep, just tries to take his head off his shoulders. So is this going at it. was this kid trying to like be like top dog, like oh, or is he? Yeah, basically, you know what it is though. Like they see. Because where our gym is, it's weird. Where our gym's at, the location, is a really nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice. So you don't think that there's a bunch of hard asses in there. But what they don't realize is that all of us that go there are from the surrounding cities where we all meet up. Yeah. So it's not like you're walking in and there's a bunch of preppy kids, you know, thinking that they could box. <laughs> no, we got guys from Newark and Irvington and East Orange are like some of the worst neighborhoods in the state. That are <laughs> like ready there. to fight whenever. Where the, like that's our team. And um, so they went at it for two rounds and at the end of the second round like there was no bell. 
my coach is out there beating the dog shit out this kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if he's retired, he's retired for you know like a reason. Like he, he you know, you're, it's a coach. Like when you're a coach, like anyone who's ever challenged like my coaches is never really ended well for the guy challenging my coach. Oh yeah. So then um, they went at it. Bell rang. They didn't stop. <laughs> Kid getting tagged up pretty bad. Uh, How much is your what's, what's your coach's <laughs> what's your coach's weight class? Uh, is, is he like uh in the one fifties? No, 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 no. Well, when he boxed, he was probably he was in like the one eighties. Okay. So probably middleweight. All right. Super middleweight at the time, maybe. This is like the late, you know, late nineties and shit. Ah, oh, the golden age. When, yeah, <laughs> when, when it was, was actually. Yeah. yeah. But no matter where you go, man, it doesn't matter what gym, there's always going to be assholes. Oh, 100%. Now that team, that team comes back every Thursday now. And that kid, his whole attitude everything completely changed. Oh, you got to sometimes, you got to whoop some ass sometimes. Especially those kids, oh, yeah. like. Like, I remember running into kids that, you know, even when wrestling, that, you know, doing it since they were four years old, since they can walk, they've been wrestling, and they come in with this arrogance and this attitude. And it just, it just yeah. like, it brings it down because you know, like, you know the guys in there that aren't that great. You know the guys that are, that are amazing, the ones you don't want to step to, but it's a team mentality. Everyone wants to help everyone. But then you get that one exactly. cocky asshole that's like, no, you and me are going to go 100%. It's like, why? Well, and see, I've, I feel like um, powerlifting has a lot of, like, arrogant people. Oh, now, I, I'm, I'll be the first to admit, when I first started, like, yeah, I thought I was strong. And then I started seeing what all these other guys were doing. I'm like, I'm a little bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm over here barely being able to pull 475. And there's people pulling the same weight as me, or like same body weight as me, and they're pulling like 800 pounds. I'm like, what the actual fuck? Oh yeah. And it's it's just like you know. Then I finally started realizing, you know, this shit takes time. It, it's yeah. it's all it's all about time. Just like every other sport. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's just like, yeah. Do I want it overnight? Yeah, but that's not realistic. So, but, uh, no, I've, I've definitely learned over the past two and a half years of me doing that. God, I can't believe it's been two and a half years of, uh, me lifting competitively. You always got to be humble because if you're not humble, there will be someone there to humble you very fucking exactly. quickly. That's why so. exactly. that's in every sport. Oh yeah. That's why I stopped telling people I used to wrestle. Cause when I first started jujitsu, you know, I was like, I only had my wrestling background, so I was like, oh yeah, I used to wrestle. Like, I know, like I'm fine. And then, you know, I'd get choked. You know, especially when it was like with gi, you know, I get choked out and all that stuff. And then, which I don't mind. And then, uh, and then I he 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 likes the choking stuff. Yeah, I don't mind getting smothered by a gi. And uh, and then I've kind of yeah, realized that. Like it. Wait, what'd you say? Sometimes you just gotta like it. Yeah, so, you know if you don't, you know, if you do jujitsu, you don't mind getting choked out once in a while. Like, come on. I wasn't talking about jujitsu. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, 
you know. Oh, you know, sometimes you, like you left rough, yourself open again. Some, I know. Open shot. Sometimes I just get roughed up a little bit. You know what I mean? No, but anyways, uh, <laughs> no, that's the one thing I've noticed is that I just, I just completely because there's been like white belts that have a couple stripes and they were able to like choke me out and all that stuff and. I just kind of realized that I just stopped telling people I just I did wrestling. I just go in there, I roll, and then uh, you know they go, "Huh, you're a little, you know what you're doing for a white belt." And I'm always, then I'll be like, oh, "I've wrestled for a couple of years, but nothing, nothing major." And I just go in there because everyone's there to help make everyone improved, and no one's there to be an asshole. I rolled with one guy uh, who was a complete asshole. Like I like he like smacked me like really hard. Like he went for a cross collar and he hit me in the face. Which I don't mind. It's you know whatever it happens, but like he was really aggressive, and then I had to get aggressive with him. And then next thing I know, it's like fuck. Like we're going like eighty to like a hundred percent, like smacking each other around, and eh. it's fun. But every gym has them, man. It's happened to me too. Every gym has them. I remember this one time. I was training in the gi, and it was during you know it was like the last half of the class. It was like the last half hour of training, and I started going with this one guy. I think he was uh may have been a blue belt and then so he was in my guard and he was trying to stack me but he couldn't break my guard and he had to hold the both collars and what he was doing was because of, the, of his grip of both of his collars it makes you know makes a fist when you grip someone so mm-hmm. he would come down and it was he was punching me in the fucking face is what he was doing oh he was doing that yeah like he was trying to put, acting like he was pushing on my chest, but really he was punching me in the fucking mouth. Do you wear? But and after this, do you do you do you wear a loose gi or do you wear like a more like a, a fitted tight gi? Um, depends. Um, in training, I'll wear a loose one, yeah, a heavier one. Um, only because you know it's forcing me to sweat more. They're heavier. Everything else competitions i would wear a tight one yeah because i noticed when you wear a tight one it gives them a less chance of getting any of the grips oh yeah so when you start competing in the the federation tournaments you know where they measure your sleeve they measure your pant legs to make sure that it's of a regulation but i would just try to get you know as tight as possible oh absolutely Um, because i wear an a2 i i fit into an a3 but i like wearing an a2 because i like the um yeah, I, I, I like I like a little more of a snug gi, even though the only problem though is is that yeah, totally, me too. Yeah, oh my god, can you, <laughs> can you imagine trying to fit Nick into a, a a gi like a normal size gi? That'd be the funniest thing. But uh, no, I like wearing more of a snug gi. I mean, my lapel will come out a little bit easier, which is kind of the only downside because my lapel literally can just get yeah. pulled off. But it's not that bad. I, I don't mind lapel work and have to defend against it. But I like more of a tighter gi. But I'm thinking of switching up to a to an A3 to more of a bigger gi when I train because the tighter one gets kind of – I, I kind of want something a little more loose to give me more of a challenge. I mean, I already have a challenge, but to, to increase it a little bit more. Yeah, I, I always wear an A3. Um, as far as, like, the tightness, I mean, you can go by the brands. Every cut is different. Yeah. So I know which brands to go for for a tighter fit, which brands to go for that would be, you know, a little bit more comfortable. It also depends on, uh, like, the cut of the weave and – everything else because now you got the honeycomb that is a diamond weave and so much different shit now to make the geese stronger so that they don't rip or you know bust out a seam from somebody's grip oh yeah so i mean but like yeah even that day like they do with the you know 
with his hands on my lapel and he's punching me in the mouth. I warned him after the third one. I was like, you're going to regret it if you do that one more time. And they actually had to pull me off of him. I swept him, put him in the armbar, and I just refused to let go. I was like, I'm waiting for three pops right now. Nice. He's tapping, he's squealing like a pig. I just refuse to let go. <laughs> hey, man, you get someone, in, you catch someone in an armbar, that shit, that shit hurts. That's like professional courtesy when, uh, when like when someone like does an armbar but they go halfway and they don't fully like click it down. Yeah. That that's like that's like the spotting way. Do it slowly, knowing that they have it, and they just do it slowly. You're holding on for dear life still. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're holding on and sure, like, you're, like you're tucking your knees and everything yeah. like that. But you, you lean back a little bit and you thrust your hips. Just so you get that tightness, and when you feel that top, you immediately let go. I've had a, yeah. I, I've had kids just throw like. We're, we're um like we're just drilling arm bars you know i go well, i always go really slow because i like developing muscle memory so i rather go slow in training than go fast and this one kid i was rolling with got so confident he just threw an arm bar and uh i like was thinking to myself like all right cool my elbow's gonna snap in half this is gonna be great this is gonna be great it's <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck are you guys talking about yeah i'm over here just shit. like uh it's probably like uh, this is the segment know. we have Jimmy on that I love. Cause we'll go into like jiu yeah. and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, arm bars and sweeps, and he's and I'm just o- like, I'm over here trying to figure out how to get it back into my world. He goes, all right, how are we gonna get back into? Wait, no, but no, the, the, but the, but that's the, but like literally like sometimes when you roll with people, they get more aggressive, and it's like yeah. the same thing with like weightlifting, where like the spotting, where like you know if they're being a dick, you know you might wanna like if it's like they need help, you give them like a second before you pick it up. Same thing, you might catch them in an armbar and just hold them there. Just to kind of put them back in check. Yeah, I mean, it's just sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do, bro. I mean, yeah. Oh, he's nice. Some... You love the gym, it's your fiance. You got a choice to make. Wait, what, what was that? Says, say that again. I mean, even though you love the gym, it's also your fiance. You, I mean, you caught at a crossroads. I mean, yeah. You know, you kind of left with a decision to make there. I mean, well, I think I I yeah. feel I feel like if I were to beat his ass, everyone would be behind me on that. Yeah, yeah. but I think so far what you're doing you know, is good it's though. For. Yeah. What's that? It's called for. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, well, you wanted our opinion. I vote kick his ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's one vote. Kick his ass. I say kick his ass, but that's I two votes. But, all right, so but I, think, it's, I think you do it old school playground way, where you're like, meet me behind the gym at three. <laughs> well, no. So when I, I didn't mention this either, so when I was able to cool down a little bit, uh, I went outside and talked with them. First thing out of my mouth was, "What the fuck do you want? Like, what what do you have to say to me?" And he just, he basically started groveling, like, I'm so sorry, you know, this and that. Uh, and I'm like, you realize the minute that I walked in here, I wanted to do nothing but just sock you square in the face. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I, I know, I would have, honestly, it would have been definitely called for. And I'm like... At least he knows it. Yeah, he knows it. He still knows it, too. Like, I make it very apparent like very obvious that just make them uncomfortable then at that point oh that's oh i do i I do just make them uncomfortable just stare them down at the gym when you put your 
Warfare Ian Cat and your hoodie on, <laughs> and you look because no, like and I mean, yeah, that's a shameless plug, but no, like when you when uh when when you when you put that hat and hoodie on, dude, you get super scary. Even when I lifted with you, when you put the hat on in the hood, I'm yeah. like, dang, he's getting super serious. You know what they called him in the one of uh, one of his buddies at the gym, one of his gym uh, is um, co athletes he has in his gym called him uh, when he gets into his slim shady mode. Oh, fucking Yusuf. Because he puts the the because he starts blasting yeah. music, puts the hood and, and hat on, and uh, he leans over to me and I was watching him bench and he goes, he gets a real slim shady mode going on there. <laughs> So now every time I see Nick lift with his hood and hat on, I think, fucking Slim Shady. And Slim Shady got into powerlifting instead of rapping. Throw your hood on, put the hat on, <laughs> drool if you got it a little. <laughs> you know, make it real, real fucking uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's, that's all I've been doing lately is just every time I see him, like, honestly, <laughs> every time I see his car, I want to key the fuck out of it. You should do. <laughs> But should, then he'll know that it was me. You should borrow some of Jack's shorts. At, at this the, point, you should just walk over and lift it onto his side. Like that. So this is what I think you should do. When that guy comes over and says, hey, I'm working on bench, Nick, can, can you spot me? Nick's like, yeah, sure, I'll be there in a second. Nick should just put on, like, the shortest shorts Shortest shorts ever and then just freaking let him hang. <laughs> exactly. And be like, oh, shit, dude, you need help? And just nut tap him one time. <laughs> and then get someone to film it. And then he'll be known as nut tap around the gym. <laughs> There you go. Uh, so you get all the brother ideas from us. Look at that. We're giving you good ideas. Or you can or you can get payback by having him do squat and throw another forty five pound plate on there, be like, no, do more. I should. And when he goes and he can't get up, be like, Are you okay? Dude, do you need me to lift this up for you? <laughs> Just give him a split second and being like, get it up and be like I need you to help me lift it off of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> I need your help to help me lift it. Use your pinkies to lift it up. I'm trying. I'm put I'm touching like, the bar. I, you you know, I'm I'm doing my effort. God, that pissed me off so much. Yeah. Cuz then that like cuz the more like intense thing is like besides, you know, suffering injury, now she has to train like at a lower level. Like she can't train as hard and Well, she but, she, oh, she can do upper body, but she I She mean, can, but it's like she's She's competitive. Mm. She's very, very so she's competitive. Push herself. Yeah, she'll push herself. And me, I, I'm all for it. But it's also like push yourself, but be smart about it. Right. You still have to, you still have to heal and maintain an injury. Right. So, and especially with what she does for work, like she can't afford to be, you know, not able to work or walk. You know, at work. Yeah. Yeah. Walk at work. There you go. Words are hard. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, that's pretty much what's going on with that. And I don't know, just kind of taking it day by day. I think what you're all doing I know is that I lift more than him. That's all I care about. Hey, you shit on him in the gym, bro. That's, that's at the end of the day that puts but sleep he'll, night. he'll try to be like, Oh no, you don't. I'm like, all right, you lift more than me only because you're multiply. You oh, his body type. No, no, no. He wears a fucking squat suit, like a, oh, a right. stiff-ass squat suit to what's wear. A squat suit? What's that? The fuck's a squat suit? So, you, you, you know how a, uh, like a wrestling singlet or just a singlet in general feels? Yeah. Imagine that material, but ten times more stiff. Okay. Basically, they All wear right, that. So it's basically like, a, it's like he's being guided. 
Yeah, it's basically like a okay. full body slingshot. Yeah, it's like a body brace kind okay. of. Yeah. It's thicker. So he wears that, and it, he's and it's allowed in competition. So the only reason really? why he may squat more than me is because of that. And they also ha- – the only reason why he can bench more than me is because he has a, um, a bench shirt. So a you, bench shirt? You, you, What's a bench shirt? So you, all this shit. What's a bench shirt? <laughs> so you, you both know what a slingshot is, right? Mm-hmm. Mark Bell, a slingshot. Yeah. You, yeah. You've heard of that? So think yeah. of that. Again, ten times stiffer, but it's covering your entire body. So, what's the point of wearing a suit and a shirt that enables you to bench more? Records. Because you're benching more, but like Re- records. Really? Pe- people want to break or set records. So, if this guy isn't wearing this shirt and or singlet, he can and you bar- put this... he can barely bench. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. I don't get how like, that. Like with with that shirt on for records. With with that shirt on, he can bench about 500 pounds. Without that shirt. Maybe three forty-five. See, that's a dramatic it jump. Makes that though. much of a difference? It makes yeah. a huge difference. Like the, these guys, the, the guys that wear these shirts walk around like they have T-Rex arms. Like straight up, they can't put their arms down. So it's like a big shirt. So it's, it's not a, like it's like, a what, tight shirt. It's not like what I'm wearing it's right tight. now. Tight. Well, like right around here, like around the belly, mm-hmm. it's loose. Up here, tight. Like huh. seriously, they're like this. They I've can't never... put their arms down. Interesting. So it keeps your arm there. That's really. That's so, a, cause that's like 225 pound, like pound increase. It's, it's ridiculous. So like if I wore one of those, I could do like 300. All right. Let's not push it. <laughs> so like, where can I okay, buy sorry. these shirts? Well, we Let, let's, let's episode, not push it. You're not allowed to wear any of that shit. No, I don't want to wear any of that <laughs> no. shit. I think to me, like just hearing that already just sounds, it just, well, and plus that honestly, sounds so putting, weird. putting all that shit on. These guys are so fucking fatigued just from putting that on me. All I got to do is put my wrist wraps, knee sleeves, and my singlet on. That's it. Yeah. I, 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 I like wearing the wrist wraps. So it's I have like, to put a shirt or a singlet on? Like, that sounds like too much work. Well, so, I mean, singlets, like, you, you have to. But it's like it's like a wrestling singlet. Well, that's no. basically what it is. A, like. a regular singlet, yeah. that's fine. But a singlet where it's like a brace. For, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that just sounds, no, sounds if, like a lot if unnecessary. If you were to feel this, like, material, you'd be like, holy fuck. And these guys, like, a lot of these guys that are squatting, like, 1100 pounds with this shit on um they'll come out with bruises like their legs are bruised from this shit yeah oh you showed me that scene. Yeah. yeah it's insane what the fuck yeah i like it i like just having like a compression shirt on and like a tee and stuff like that i like my sport i'm gonna stick to my sport yeah i mean i don't know man to me that's I guess it's a form of cheating, but at the same time, yeah. you're see, that's... And you're trying to win. Yeah. I guess. But see, my uh, my coach, she competed for a long time in that category, but the thing about it is, she was already naturally strong beforehand. So it's a whole category. Yeah, it's a whole oh, category okay. in its in, in itself. I'm trying to think if if he benched 500 <clears throat> for a record, is it for that category? Yeah. So to beat that record, you have to wear the same right, shirt. Right. Oh, okay. It's it's the same like gear and everything. Okay, like that, I got so. you. Because because okay, so it doesn't have so it doesn't it's like not in your competition. Right. Okay. Unless yeah, he so, wears one of those. So himself. so like for my weight class, like yeah, there's there's multiply, single ply, and all that. Honestly, I still don't know the difference between the two. Either way, you're wearing a fucking suit. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, no. So, like, if someone was in my weight class wearing that stuff, 
like, yeah, they're going to be putting up a lot of crazy numbers. So, especially on bench and squat. Deadlift, not so much. But, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, I, stu- I still like how there's one completely raw lifter, uh, power lifter, that can still squat over 1,000 plus, Ray Williams. Ray Williams. Yeah. You, you know who that is? No. You don't know who Ray... God damn it, Jimmy. No. Yeah, I'm not that big into the powerlifting scene. We really don't have a lot of it here in Jersey or New York. Well, you guys have Larry uh, Williams or Le- Larry Wheels. Who? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me cry over here. No, I'll, all right. I'll, I'm going to tag you in some of these guys' videos. That way you can see. Right. So that way you can see. But these guys, right, they're right. just fucking... Like I mean, you do have the bodybuilders that would do shit like that also, though. Right. Like, uh, what's his name? Ronnie Coleman. There there you go. I mean... But he's been out of the game for a while. Well, yeah, he's all types of fucked up in surgeries. That's true. Like, how long ago did he have the surgery that, like, really took him out, though? Uh, 2000... Wait, hold on. His last Olympia, I think, it was 2006 against Jay Cutler or 2008 against Jay Cutler. Holy shit. It was that long ago? That was his last competition. Well, that was his last competition, but he still, like, trained and everything like but it that. Was, it was after that. Yeah, it was after that. But, I mean, back then, he was squatting, you know, 800 pounds. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But clean, and <clears throat> I was actually just watching some videos on... Uh, because uh, they were talking about, like, um, steroids in sports and everything else. Right. And how it's, like, a dark subject and, you know, taboo, and people don't talk about it, even though it's, well, no. I mean, you have to take it in a majority of that, Once you get to that level, you I mean, it's, it's not like you kind of have to, but... In order to keep progressing, you kind of yeah. have to. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, bodybuilding, I mean, you need it. Oh, you, especially, you, especially you really bodybuilding. Do. Oh, yeah. You really fucking do. Like, I don't know how it is in, like, a powerlifting scene. It's it's kind I mean, of the I'm same. I a thousand percent sure there's guys that do it. Yeah. It's, but, it's, I mean, there's some bodybuilding competitions that require you to not do it. And those actually are, like, the least. Um, known ones right? that you have to be all natural but at the same time even though they don't test for it uh, the bigger competitions you know like the the Olympias and the the Arnold Classics or just whatever it is anything that's um, part of the IBFF yeah they don't test it they don't talk about it they're not supposed to, technically what it boils down to, is they're not supposed to know that you're on it. And as long as they don't hear that you're on it, you're fine. It's like a don't ask, don't tell kind of rule. Pretty much. Yes. It Basically, is. that's what it boils down to. And that's almost what every, I mean, sport. I mean, I'm not against steroids at all. When they're done the correct way, it's not bad for you. It's when you do it correctly and you know, you give your body the breaks that you're supposed to do it. And it, it, there's a lot more benefits to it. 
Yeah, like a lot of fighters. Yeah, also, depending on what you take. But... Right. Yeah, like a lot of fighters will do TRT when they get older and they st and they still want to fight. Yes. It's like a, just so when a... you start going through the the testosterone um, replacement therapy, yeah, that's one way going through using uh, HGH, that's another. Yeah, like that's I. That's all just forms of TRT and shit. You could just go to your doctor. I mean, even right now, technically, if I wanted to, I could walk into my doctor's office being, you know, once you go past the age of 30, your testosterone just drops. Yeah. Well, like, it's it starts decreasing once you hit a 25. 25. Yeah. So once you go past the age of 30, I could walk into my doctor's office, say, hey, test my testosterone levels as long as nothing's in my system. And... You know, I, and there's certain tricks you could do to lower your testosterone right before you go take that test. And a lot of guys do it, and then they just show up at their doctor's office every week getting a shot. Huh. Or if the doctor trusts you enough, you know, they prescribe you a kit of growth and you do it at home. <clears throat> I mean, all you have to do leading up to a testosterone test, and this is like the weirdest thing ever, but drink soy milk for like two weeks straight. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I actually don't drink soy milk because uh, I had a barista make fun of me saying, you know, if you drink enough soy, you grow man titties. And I'm like, fuck that. Give me yeah, whole milk. your testosterone levels and soy increases, yeah, estrogen. Soy increases your estrogen. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not about that man titty life. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's always... I already got them, but that's just because I'm fat. Those are pets. There's a way to do things the right way and shit yeah. like that. Like, yeah, the first even, time... Me, like, I was, you know, me being around all professional athletes, like, I knew who took shit and who didn't. Oh, yeah, you definitely see nine day change with that because it's also, like, aggression and just energy in general. You'll see these guys just, yeah. like, pop out of nowhere like a young buck. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? Where did this come from? Right. Exactly. Especially contact sports. Lot. You'll feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we talk about it at the, at the boxing gym. Like, we got weights and everything else there. So, some days during the week, I'll get, you know, I'll do my lift there before I box or something along those lines. And they, and they say it all the time, like, I'm the only meathead in there that the gym has. I don't do anything now. I, I won't lie about it. I used to do juice all throughout my 20s. But I did it the right way. Yeah. I haven't done juice probably about four years, five years now. Five years. But, I, I mean... I get eggs all the time if I'm on it. Right, yeah. I just changed the way I, all I did was change the way I eat and change what supplements I take. Yeah, it's simply just supplements and diet are, are literally like a huge game changer. And a lot of people don't want to oh, yeah. make that commitment because it's really hard to stick to a diet and all that stuff. They'd rather just get, you know, steroids and you get the results you need like right now. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I mean, even, and here's the thing, like even nowadays, I mean, depending on what you're doing, but, all the supplements that are out now, here's the thing. The FDA only has, like, the last time they did this test on a number was, like, six people to test supplements and what's in them. There's thousands and thousands of supplements that come out every year. Small companies, big-name companies, whatever it is. They don't. They can't test everything. They don't catch everything right away. Yeah, and that, well, that's a problem that, like you know, like UFC fighters are having is they have to really, really watch this up. They get even stuff from like GNC. A lot of stuff from yeah. there, they'll get flagged 
and all of a sudden it's like... Like, what's... I know exactly what John Jones was taking the last time he got popped for PEDs. I know what he was taking. He, technically, in his head, you know, he knew what he was taking. Yeah, he's not He dumb. knew what supplements he was taking. Were there supposed to be juice in that batch? No. Was there? Yes. Doesn't matter. You knowingly took this supplement. I had another friend of mine that was another UFC fighter I was going to sponsor. He got popped right as I was sponsoring him. He nope. brought in batches. He went to the... He went to the... Uh, that kid went through the... This poor son of a bitch. He went through the fucking ringer. What happens with uh, uh, UFC fighters when it's like a lower-end UFC fighter? Not like a, like a John Jones or anything like that. Like the guys um, that are literally needing to fight to, to make ends meet in the UFC. Are they getting tagged with get like popped? huge fines and, and stuff or they just get yeah, cut? Yeah, well, it won't be... It depends. So, a lot of these guys, when, when you see like John Jones or that, they get popped. When they get popped, it's not usually outside of competition. They get popped during the test after the after the fight's over and that's where the athletic commissions get their money that's where they hit it with the fines because they know how much they made for that fight mm-hmm. so <clears throat> John Jones getting you know whatever it was 400 grand for the fight to be reinstated to fight in that state you know they wanted 45,000 or whatever the, whatever the fucking number was yeah they take a huge percentage out of your purse. If it's outside of competition and other, you know, lower end guys or whatever, or, you know, newer guys on a roster that nobody really knows about yet, when those guys get popped, it's usually, you know, a year suspension for the first time. And then uh, it's like a minimal fine, like $2,500, shit like that. Okay. So, def- so definitely the fines and everything like that and the punishment are definitely adjusted to the fighters like level of experience i guess yeah. you would say i mean these guys these guys that get popped that are on the lower side of it like i said they get popped outside of competition mm-hmm. so they haven't had a fight yet so like the athletic commissions when i go after them they can't get them for the purse because they stopped the fight from happening so now you're getting twenty five hundred dollars from this guy who would have fought, you know, sixty grand, and if he would have won, you know, the other sixty grand or something like that. So now you would have gotten like twelve thousand, fifteen thousand out of. Okay, I've always been curious about that. Actually, I never even you never think about that of the, like the fighters that aren't like these big stars, like the guys that are generally doing this to put meat on the table, not just for the fame and everything like that. Yeah. Guys who do I mean, it for the passion. Talk, and that's only when you talk about, like, the UFC level of fighters or even some of the, you know, UFC has its own testing where they do the Olympic testing now and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about, like, these lower leagues, that are, like the farm leagues that, like, get the guys to the UFC. Yeah. Like, the uh, perfect example is, like, Ring of Combat, uh, which is a main staple on the East Coast. Right out of Jersey, one of the longest running promotions, and they've developed more UFC fighters than all the other leagues combined together. They only test, they only do their drug testing for championship fights. So only the champion, uh, whoever's fighting for a championship belt, those are the only ones that really get tested. Okay. How long out of... Outside of of that, the lower level guys that are on those cards, they really don't get tested. 
they just fucking wreck each other. Yeah, basically. What? Uh, how long out of competition should you stop juicing if you're gonna like? So you have a championship fight. How long out before your actual fight should you start weaning yourself off just uh, off steroids and everything like that? Well, I mean, it really depends on what you're taking. Because uh, some stuff stays in your system, you know, a lot longer than yeah. others. Like, there'll be trace amounts still in your system. Uh, I think it's EQ. That shit stays in your system. It's traceable of up to, like, three months. Oh, wow. And that's where some athletes, not just fighting, but that's, like... That's a main endurance uh, steroid. Um, that was one of my favorites, when, you know, when I juiced way back when. You don't gain a lot of muscle mass from it. The most, stacking it, whatever, is one thing. But if you're just doing that, you're not going to gain a lot of, you'll gain maybe eight pounds of muscle tops. And that's over a course of like two months. Okay. You don't gain a lot of mass from it. But what it does is it hardens your muscles, but your endurance your fatigue level goes through the fucking roof. Oh, wow. You never get tired. So you can literally just go for rounds upon rounds upon rounds. So when you get go. marathon runners, or not marathon runners, but like uh, Iron cross Man country runners, runners and people, all the runners in the Olympics, when they get popped, mm-hmm. that's what they get popped for. That's a steroid that they get hit with. Huh. Did not know that. We've talked about steroids before on the on the show, but this is more like of an in-depth This is thing. more in-depth, yeah. Because I didn't yeah. even think about I, that. I'm, I'm just sitting back and listening. <laughs> I think like test ship, um, 100 if you take it. I think that those trace amounts only last up to you, into your system for like two or three weeks. Oh, that's not too bad. Two weeks. So like, for, like that. So like a good like four months prior to your actual fight is a pretty safe like estimate of like when yeah, you start off everything. Yeah, three months before a fight. Three months before a fight if you were to juice. But at the same time, by the time fight night comes... That's just completely out of your system. It has no effect on you at all. It's not going to help you perform. Oh, yeah. Dang. That's, that's so much going more back to what the FDA, going, So going back to what the FDA, and there's six people that test supplements. So when you get all these new companies out, they have steroids in the pre-workout, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where people, and that's when people, you know, will start to swear by certain pre-workouts because it is working then eventually those companies do get popped. When they get popped, all they have to do is change the formula. And then boom, back at it again. Change the formula, and then that's when that company, you know, you'll see them start to fade off or, uh, you know, just not a lot of people using it as much because they're not getting the gains that they were previously, shit like that. There's a lot of companies out there right now that I'm personally a fan of. I love their shit. Because I know it works, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure I get popped for something. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm sure most people that use supplements from GNC will get will get popped. I'm pretty sure me using supplements that I use. Well, no, some of the stuff, like some of the best stuff that's out there right now. I mean, you're not finding the shit in jeans, so you need to find like local supplement shops. Oh really? Stuff like that. A buddy of mine used to have one up in north, uh, further north Jersey. He used to have a ridiculous supplement shop. He just closed it about six months ago. Why'd he close it? Um, I have no idea. I just oh. found out yesterday that he closed it six months ago. I have oh, wow. no idea. I haven't been up there in a while. <laughs> what's, what's that local? You you know a local uh, supplement shop around here, right, Nick? Uh, in San Diego? Yeah, it's... Um... <coughs> I 
I haven't been in there in forever. You mentioned uh, it's, it's literally like we we talked about it like months and months ago when I was getting really into trying to figure out the stuff that I want to get into. Yeah, I, I I can't remember what you told me what it was, but there's a there's a place you you recommended for me to go something to something warehouse. Um, it's not Nutri Shop. I'll have to go back and look yeah. through. What like do you think? My of- buddy's place. Yeah. And all the shit. How was the name of his place? Uh, muscle Mission. I see, that sounds <clears> good. In Jersey. You know that muscle mill shut down. M- muscle uh, milk. Muscle mill. Muscle mill. Did you ever hear about that? No. It's right across the street from Gold from Gold's Gym right up here. Oh, was, the the food place. Yeah. That place actually made some good food. Yeah, there was a there was a there was a shop right across pro, the street from. Sorry, Pro Body Warehouse. Pro that's Body what, Warehouse. That's what it was called. If you guys are in San Diego, Pro Body Warehouse. Uh, but there's there's a. There's, <laughs> I didn't pay you for that. No, nah, I know. No. <laughs> but just you know, just a recommendation. But you know, what you really should go to is warfareandclothing.com. You go to check out to get forty percent off the entire purchase. But uh, <laughs> no, there used to be a restaurant across the street from Gold's Gym, of right up the uh, block from my World house. Gym. World Gym. World Gym. I say Gold's Gym. You said Gold's, Gold's Gym. Gym. I mean, and um, and they had a place called it was called Muscle Mill, and they had meals. That was all portioned out and all weighed out, and they run out of business, yeah. which I was Meal shocked. Prep company. Yeah. Yeah, we got tons of them. Tons yeah. Tons of them. Yeah, there's, have, a, there's a lot of them out here. Like, you literally don't have to prep your field. I actually just did my first meal prep on Sunday, prepped a bunch of steak and veggie. It was pretty good. Well, if I want to, I could get, like, 15 meals for, like, I think 60 or 80 bucks. From who? From someone at your gym? Yep, because he owns his own meal prep company. So Nick has a guy at his gym that does his own meal prep company. He also has a girl that goes to his gym that works for a winer that brings <laughs> that brings, brings wine wine that they use for <laughs> tasting, but they can't they can't save it because they'll go bad. So they bring it to the gym, and Nick brings so it home I, for Sabra. I, I got the hookups. Yeah, we went, when I worked out with him, Jimmy, he like dropped his bag off, and he goes, "No, we're not over here. I'm just picking something up." I'm like, "What do you mean you're picking something out?" <laughs> this chick pulls out a giant box out of her bag with like seven bottles of wine. She goes, Nick, do you want red? Do you want white? Do you want something like this? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, I'm just picking up some wine. I'm like, for how much? She goes, oh, for free. She just gives them to me. Gives me bottles of wine. I was so jealous. I'm like, what the fuck? I need a wine person. The perks. What do you think of uh, What do you think of Chuck Liddell wanting to come back and fight? Did you, did you hear about Honestly, that? Honestly, I feel like it's a joke. I'm yeah. sorry. It, it's, uh, it is. Him and Tito for round three, huh? Him That's and who? To be under Golden Boy Promotions too now. Yeah. Right? I yeah, I think they're going so through. Oscar De La Hoya is getting a piece of that. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I don't think it's a good idea. But I think he. I mean, he was just on Big Brother. I think he might be hurting for a little more. He needs a little more scratch. He's. I mean, then become a commentator. Fuck, they make a lot of money. They make a good what, amount of money. Commentators? No, yeah. they don't. No. They don't? You're thinking of like, you're probably thinking uh, of like, like Joe Rogan. None of the UFC commentators, they don't make that much money, man. That's just a side gig and shit, but yeah. they don't make that oh. much money. Unless you're Joe Rogan. Or what What? What if it's um, <clears throat> like, they don't do it for UFC, but they do it uh, for Fox? Like the Fox commentators. Yeah, well, that's for the UFC. Oh. Yeah. And even so then, they, they're, they're slowly you're, cutting you're, out. Like ESPN and all that stuff, they're slowly cutting out like – like broadcasters and everything like that. That's why a lot of like fighters, like uh, Shell Stonen, opened up his own podcast. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bisping does his own podcast now. Yeah. A lot of these fighters are branching off into the entertainment industry. You know, like Ronda went to UFC and all that stuff, or uh, WWE. I mean, and um, and they're doing their own podcast, and a lot of yeah. them are starting their own companies. And 
I mean, Chael Suggins is good, too. I mean, he gives some really good insights on, like, what he thinks about, like, how the certain fighters are training and what they're doing. And Oh, I love, I listen to, to his fights. Like, he's, his fight IQ is, is pretty, I'm actually pretty astonished by it. Yeah, you know what's super <laughs> funny? Besides the whole, like, fight IQ and just knowing everything, because he's super knowledgeable, too, is, you know what, he's just, I don't know, he's just a really well-spoken guy. And, like, he does it all outside yeah. of his place in Oregon. And, because he owns a pizza place, too. And um, yeah. he just like yeah, I watched some of his YouTube videos where he does a lot of you know he posts videos of his thing, and I'll watch it on there like like highlights from certain segments, and he's just super just he's he's spot on. Yeah. You know who I haven't heard about in a while? Who? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is going back to the he's, UFC. He's fighting DC. Yeah. What? Yeah, I. Yeah, the picture just released because he got popped for. Well, now he's reinstated. His last fight against Mark Hunt, he actually popped positive before the fight, and they still let him fight. Mark Hunt has like a huge lawsuit against like UFC. Because he, he lost, go the yeah. he got testing. paid less. Yeah, than no, I remember that. Yeah, and people still talk about it because it's still this huge thing going on. And then now, technically, technically, you are endangering the fighter at that point because mm -hmm. you still let that fight go on. Yeah. yeah, you kept it under wraps that he popped positive for juice. Yeah, because you want pay per views. Right now, they've already started the outside testing for him because he's off. Uh, he's off the um, list now, so he's able to fight again. And DC calls him out. There's just a picture that came out today. You see him; he's already losing size. See, I'm already thinking to myself. You're like, talking about a guy that's juiced his whole fucking life. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he was. Uh, he was WWE before he went to UFC. Well, other than that, he was also an MCAA champion for years in college, yep. and he was uh, from yeah. Minnesota, and he was also on the Minnesota Vikings, too. For a short yep. time, yeah. So he went through the NFL. He went through high, high level. I mean, like the highest level of wrestling you can go to for college besides yeah. the Olympics. And then yeah, what did he go, 110 or some shit like that? Like he went undefeated or something. Yeah, uh, I, th I think so. I, I, don't, I don't remember, actually what his record was but i know he was like ncaa champion for like years like consecutive it, i mean dc yeah. d i mean dc did well in his last fight and everything like that but you know what it's when it gets down to it, he's getting to the area to where like like john jones and brock lesnar makes more sense than dc i'm afraid that he's just gonna get himself in in over his head he just won and now he has to fight this new challenge. And, I mean, Brock has – Brock's a heavyweight. Yeah, but it's not really a new challenge for DC. I don't think so. Wait, are they I fighting mean, a light heavyweight or heavyweight? He fights a light heavyweight, but he didn't always. No, I know. He, he struggled to make 205. He always fought at heavyweight. Oh, no, I knew when that. When he first came into the UFC, he was at heavyweight. And it was only because Cain Velasquez was the champ, which is why he dropped down at 205 because he's not going to fight his teammate. What uh? What are they fighting at a catchway, or is this actually for the belt at light heavyweight? For who? For DC and Brock Lesnar. No, that's for heavyweight. Oh, then he's fine. Then he won't lose his light heavyweight belt. No. When he gets rocked. No, he's already he's already got the light heavyweight belt. They're they're lining him up with like his last four fights, and then he's gonna retire. I mean, <clears> he right. wants to defend both belts, do everything the right way. Other, you know, unlike some uh, other guys that try to win multiple belts and never fight again yeah oh yeah like uh um yeah because so you're because you're thinking of like what dc does because dc does commentary for the ufc and but he also fights at the same time too yeah both 
God, I've loved all this fighting talk. We don't get to talk about fighting that often. Yeah, I know. Shit, I got a busy month of September. You get to meet with all my guys. <laughs> uh, Cedric Goodrich, he's coming back. Uh, he's one of our Bellator veteran fighters. Yeah. Uh, he's fought for Bellator before. Uh, so there's a new league that is actually pretty big in Pennsylvania. And this league literally came out of nowhere. It's called Maverick MMA. I feel like I've heard they of that. They came out of nowhere. And I don't know how the fuck they've gotten like, some of the guys that they got on there. But it turns out like they stream all their fights onto Facebook. Ah, uh, that's why. So you watch everything live right on Facebook. It's awesome. I'm going to look that you up. You don't have to pay anything. No nothing. Maverick MMA. And, uh, yeah, they just had a, who, who was a headliner on their last card? Matt Hamill. Remember him? The who? best fighter? The best UFC fighter? Matt Hamill. Oh, Matt Hamill? Oh, yeah. he's fighting at Mavericks? Or for he Maverick MMA? For them, like, last month. Huh, what the heck? He was a head, he was a head, yeah, I didn't even know that guy still fought. I've, hey, I, maybe for uh, for a lower end that someone would actually want him, yeah. You know, you but, get to that um, when you get to the point where you, you did the UFC and everything, and you're retired, and you know, a local place, a local kid wants to fight you. Eh, why not? But uh, they, but they, they're putting on shows like left and right, like fucking crazy. Nice, I'll have to look up that. Um, it's like down the street from the from the casinos out there and everything, so it's like a good location. So they signed my buddy Cedric, who's one of our guys. Nice. Oh, yeah, uh, I've seen a picture of Cedric before. Yeah. Then I got DJ Holman, who I just signed. Um, yeah, I've I've seen the videos of him training. The dude's got bro, some kicks. Dude, yo, that motherfucker is a knockout artist with nothing but bad intentions behind everything. So his MMA record. So I was talking to him the other night. This is his actual record in all sports. All right, so boxing, as an amateur boxer, I think his record was like 100 wins and like 17 losses. Oh, my God. It's a Holy lot of fight shit. Time. Yeah. Well done. So kickboxing, which is his real forte, um, <clears throat> including his amateur record, <clears throat> he's like 14-0-1. He has one draw. His last fight, and that's only because his... Uh, broke his foot during the oh. fight. But out of those, like, 14 fights, like, 13 knockouts. Shit. That's enough. I think 10 of them were in, like, the first round or some shit like that. I gotta look it back up. That's but. some good credibility. That's a good, that's some good investment right there. Um, the thing is, because his pro record is 1-0-1, so, like, these big leagues that want to sign him, but he doesn't have enough exposure yet because nobody could, nobody will fight this kid. It's like becoming, it's actually becoming a pain in the ass to get this kid like a, you know, just a regular kickboxing or a Muay Thai fight. It's becoming a real pain in the ass. His first pro fight was with Lion Fights. They signed him, they gave him a chance. They set him up for failure. He was supposed to lose that fight. He knocked the shit out of the guy. Then his MMA record isn't as good but it's not like it's not terrible. Yeah. So I was talking with him the other night, and because it's getting harder and harder to find him uh, kickboxing fights, because Lion Fight and uh, Delator's kickboxing, they're all willing to sign him, but they want him to get like two wins in like a lower league. That way, his record is better. 
so it shows that he has more experience. Yeah. I can't go off of amateur for some reason. Huh. Why not drop him? And when he does the kickboxing matches, you know, everybody just thinks it's all kicks or whatnot that he's winning. What it is is his boxing experience, his hands. He lets his hands fly and the fight, fucking fights are over. Oh, yeah. Oh, his kicks are vicious, but the fights are over when he lets his hands fly. So I think his... I think he's one win away from having like a 500 record. Oh my god! For MMA, so we, me and him were talking the other night. He signed to this league, Maverick. The same people they offered him more money than this last kickboxing league was going to offer him. Um, so he signed in a multi-fight deal with them, and we and we just set up this whole, the rest of his MMA career and his kickboxing career the other night. We laid we mapped everything out how we're going to bang everything out and him and Cedric supposedly right now they're waiting on an opponent for DJ but they're both gonna fight on the same fucking card in September oh nice oh shit yeah so September I got both of them fighting um who else who else uh the kid Zade he's got a competition coming up November Nick I think you and Frank. Frank might be competing also. Same competition in October. This is news to me. Wait, same one? Um, huh? This is news to me. What about Frank? Yeah, like I, yeah, I, I, I didn't about, know that he was gonna was do the. Uh... He's, getting, he's gradually getting back into it. Okay. Well, the last time I saw him, because I, I talk to him every once in a while. Um, but uh, yeah, he said that he's had some shit going on, but he is like slowly getting back into it. Um, yeah. But I asked him when he was going to be uh, competing next, and he said that he wasn't sure. But he's going to be competing in uh, October. It's possible. It's not one hundred percent, but it's possible. Oh shit! So either way, September, October, and November, I got busy three fucking months. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, Jimmy, we're gonna have to start wrapping things up. We got to get going. Yep. Yep. No doubt. I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, I forgot you guys are a couple hours yeah. ahead. But thanks for stopping by and hanging out, dude. We we'll always appreciate the talk and I always appreciate everything you're doing for us. Thank yeah, you so much again. I can't show problem, enough appreciation. We got to get you guys out here, bro. You guys got to come visit New York. That's what I'm saying. We definitely got to figure it out. Power Comedy in New York to do a whole vlog series. Jesus. We'll have. What was that? What was that? We'll do it at the top of the Empire State Building, bro. We'll just have some fun with it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, wanna, I was telling Nick before, I want to hit a couple of Guido clubs with you. Oh, Jesus Christ. He wants to do the blowout haircut and everything. I want the GTL done. I want Jim, Tan, and the laundry. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I come out here and visit them. It, it'll be just you two then, because yeah. I'm not doing that shit. I'll I'll do the gym. No, yeah, no, you're gonna go, and then we're gonna get pedicures afterwards. All right, I, I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that he's up for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. shut up! Don't judge me. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> All oh, right, Jimmy. Well, God. thanks for thanks for being on, my dude. Yep. Not a problem. You guys got a few packages coming your way. Nick she knows all about them. Oh yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I know the details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, Jimmy. Guys. All right, we'll get some rest. We'll, we'll we'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. All, all right, right, take it easy. Later. All right. Ah, right. uh, it's nothing. All, sh- yeah, 
It's no. nothing shorter than of a blast. It really is. On. Like we just bullshit that straight up. You guys go off on your little tangent about fighting uh, while like, I'm sitting back and just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, it's finally <laughs> nice. You know, I love talking about learning about powerlifting, but it's nice to finally go into a realm where it's like, okay, I know what I'm talking about for once. Um, but yeah, so that's Jimmy, guys. Uh, don't forget to go buy warfareinclothing.com. Yep. Use code SUMMER at checkout to get 40% off your entire purchase. He's got new leggings for women. He's yep. got silicone rings. We're getting some jewelry. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that he's uh, dropping on the site. Um, and uh, and um, what else did he say? He, was, he said that he's having issues with it. Well, not really issues about the uh, sleeves, but the sleeves are going to be coming soon. Uh, elbow and knee sleeves. Um, yeah, and just really keep an eye out for the latest gear on the site. Again, um, use code SUMMER, get 40% off site-wide uh, until Labor Day, which actually, I've been a dumbass. Labor Day is actually September 3rd. Oh, wow. See, you guys have September 3rd. You guys literally <laughs> have five weeks to get so, on this. I What I recommend, definitely uh, follow their Instagram. I know we say follow Twitter, but definitely their Instagram because they post pictures yes. of the new swag. That's how I've been keeping updated. Yeah, and I mean, you can go on the Twitter, but basically whatever they post on the Twitter, it's going to lead straight to the Instagram. So yeah. go ahead and follow them on Instagram. It's at Clothing. Um, and then you can follow Michael, which is Michael A. Ramos. And then myself, which is at Nick the Hulk Dorio. Um, and then also our podcast Twitter, which is Power Comedy, Comedy Pod One. That you're, you're always wanting to skip that part. I, no, it's not that. I, I always <laughs> want to say Power Comedy One. I always want to say Power Comedy One. I always forget it's Power Comedy Pod One. Yeah. Pod. Pod. <laughs> All right. All right, so guys. hopefully this makes up for skipping a week. Yeah, so. we, we we brought some we brought some heat. Hey, life, you know, <laughs> I had to, had to go to Comic Con, had to go be a fucking nerd. He had to be a uber nerd, uber nerd. <laughs> but all right, we'll uh, we'll we'll be back next week. We're back on normal schedule now. Yeah. So and we're four weeks outside of Disneyland. This is true. I can't wait. I'm. Saber's very excited about I'm, it. I'm, I'm like, she's like, all I can, all I can think about is, 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 is are, are we, we going to do a power comedy podcast vlog? We can, I can bring my camera. We can do a vlog yeah, about, and I can we, edit it and we can do it. Going we should, one. we should do a vlog. We should do a power comedy podcast vlog. It will be our one year anniversary. Oh my God. It's so special. Oh, <laughs> or if right. not the vlog, we can always do live video too. That's very true. I, I think we should actually do that and do a – oh, we can do IGTV. We can be right there. So find us on IGTV and come follow us at Disneyland in four weeks. But we'll remind you guys when we get closer. Yeah. Well, and also our uh, Instagram at Power Comedy Podcast. So uh, that's all I got. That's all I got too. All right. Well, Anyways, um, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you uh, next bye week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.